Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. We're rolling, right? No sleep, just rather Oh, yeah. Hey, that's John, producer John there on the guitar. Not such a long time ago. I was a no-show home. Mm. I missed a couple of podcasts. I didn't have nothing for it, baby, baby. But guess who's back? Who's He's back? back? I said, guess who's back? He's, He's back. back. I guess who's back? He's back. And it's time Bye. to get the podcast back on track. Johnny's I'm losing back. my mind. Johnny's back. I'm losing my mind. We love it. Dennis, back. and we're back on the party, baby yeah. girls. What and we're glad an you joined us. Thank you, producer John, for playing. We had John on guitar. Dennis playing the zip on his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Danny V on the vocals, smoking Danny V on the vocals. And uh, we're glad you joined us again for another fabulous episode of the Trim Healthy Podcast. Gather your family, gather your kids, and uh, relax into the moment. Are you? like pbs or are you like smoke and blues club we'll do it all <laughs> it is nice to have you back dan dan yeah. he's got this special touch to his hair it's like a slick wet look yes <laughs> <laughs> like that's also known as greasy grandfather's grease yes well you know what, what they used to call it the brill cream yes well it, it's actually both slick and wet and that's because it's about a week out of being washed Oh, you're telling me that is thick oil from Danny Scarlett's no. product? No, no, no. Oof. Oh, coconut oil. Oh, okay. Now, does that That's count as right. product? Yes, quote, it's product. product. It's my man oil. started putting coconut oil in his hair, I'd call it product, and he'd be betraying the manhood. Wait, oh, but the, you would? Okay, so he can eat <laughs> coconut oil, do all sorts of things with it, but he can't put it on his hair. It's he suddenly has to product. Look more than one second in the mirror. <laughs> so it's not the look he'll have at the end of it. It's it's no, the man he has to become. I, I like to put a product in my husband's hair. Okay, but it can't be his idea. Yes, and he can't actually because do it. because Serene's of the man. So he, scared yeah. of feminine feminine side in a man. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you feel like you have to protect Sam from going? Uh, Aaron? No, no, I've never had to protect him. She's no. just worried, Dan. Yeah. She's worried Sam will turn into you. But we're glad to have you anyway. Yes. Yeah. Hey, well, you know. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad, Serene. If he had some feet <laughs> turned into me. I mean, I guess fully that'd be awkward. Yeah, that would be a bit awkward. I'm going to start texting him product recommendations yeah. and just have him Danny. show up. I'm going to oh be like, goodness. don't tell Serene. I just know we're, we're working with her on the podcast. I know she'll love this. And it'll be like a proper Danny product. will suddenly be less and less on the show. <laughs> and we'll all be wondering and then we'll find out he's some blue. It was true, man. though. He was gone like three weeks. We missed our Dan. We missed our Dan. Dan's got like hot and heavy things going, though. People paying him bukus of money more than, the, more than us. But that's all right. He's back. He loves us. But that's what counts. He loves you. He came back for you guys. Yeah, he did. 
a man. He didn't come back for us. He didn't come back he for our measly court. Before, before the podcast and all that, he ditched us for years. He used to be like real close, live on the hilltop. Then he went into town. Town. Yeah. Did the ditch He's on us for three townie. years at least. But anyway, this is an intro. We need to get to some meat. Serena, you're bringing some meaties. I got some meat because it's, well, first of all, um, let me let me like prep it all up. And then the meat I'm bringing is, a, is some meat that I've dished out to myself um, last three days. Good. Totally dishing to myself, force feeding it to myself. Yeah. This is something I need today. All right. Self-serve meat. Mm-hmm. So we want to get healthy. Yes. We're all on this journey, right? We've learned a lot of things. We've made progress. We've cleaned up our diet. We've cleaned up our skincare. We hopefully all have done no, those A things. lot of us. You know, we're, we're working on it. You yeah, know, we're, we're taking these ste- steps, right? Maybe we've cleaned up our house cleaning supplies and gotten rid of all the chemical toxins in our homes. Uh, maybe we've cleaned up our schedules and um, got ourselves some time to exercise. And, uh, you know, maybe also, because we've pushed it a lot on this podcast, we've started cleaning up all of our negativity, just mm. like getting all out of there, all toxic thoughts that nurture sickness and disease. We're like, you, you be gone. You're, you're in the can. <laughs> you be gone. We have been cleaning up our unhealthy identities that paralyze change and growth and success. And, um, you know, all the junk that we tell ourselves, all our failures and our all our ridiculous past and our inevitable future, we just, we've been incinerating it. It's just yeah. gone, right? Yeah. True. So we've been t- detoxing our lives from fear and anxiety, all worry and thinking the worst is getting the can too. So what's next on our journey? Mm. And I'm bringing it to you because I've had to bring it to me. Okay. Okay, so hopefully we've already been working on this a little bit and I've been trying in my life to work on this. And we've talked a bit about the subject here on the pod before, but we all need reminders. Mm. And this detox step, it's going to need it. More than one reminder. Okay. Blink and well. I'm scared. Blink and well. I'm worried about <laughs> hey, myself. Hey, blink and well's a, yeah. a good old Australian, New Zealand, uh, almost <laughs> curse word. Yeah. Hey, blink and blink and well. Hey, do you, you've ne- have you heard it, Dan? Dan? I've heard of a blinkin. No. No, oh, that's not Lincoln. a blinkin. Blinkin. Oh, you meant you hey, blinkin. Blinkin. It's 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 yeah, blink. blink instead of like because it's in Australia, New Zealand, the, the it's actually like the soft word for <laughs> b l o o d y, which is a a curse word over there. <laughs> Can blinkin, I tell you? Blinkin' idiot! You blinkin' idiot! It's opposite organ. H e l l is the big curse word down under, but instead you say blinkin' heck. Blinkin' heck. Yeah. And if somebody's a real moron, which is opposite what we're talking about today, yeah. you blinkin' idiot. Yeah. Wow. You blinkin' moron. That that's really yeah. cute because in America, like you guys all have your funny words, like over in Britain with Les, you know, you know. You got your title winkles and your 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 jilly joggles. I mean, you get just the silliest little word. Like everything's so silly. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't have like punch. I feel so. Like even that. Like Blink. get your blinking self. Like I'm sure some big muscle bound man probably hurls that insult in traffic at people and feels like man, God's watching. I should clean it up. And we're over here like, dude. We have like blinkers for our little lights. It's like flashy and cute and little it blinks. There's no consequence to it. Funny. Okay, so we, we've brought up this topic up a little bit before on the potty. Uh, and we often are going to be repeating ourselves in this potty. We've often repeated ourselves already. And that's okay, right, Dan? So it's, it's totally fun. okay. It's fun. It's I actually, forget stuff, honestly. It's actually the right thing to do, Pearl. Good. The Bible even says it. I need right. to be told the same thing once a week. So. To repeat yes, you it. do, Danny. Hey, listen. I'll fall off the wagon so fast. <laughs> 
in 2 Peter 1, um, 12 to 13, it's uh, Peter talking. It says, I won't hesitate to continually remind you of these truths, even though you are aware of them and are well established in the present, present measure of truth you've already embraced. And as long as I live, I will continue to awaken you with the reminders. Oh, I need that. I actually need reminders every day to not be a stinking thinker. Yeah. Oh and gosh. again, in, in 2 Peter, it, when it talks about Paul, he says he constantly speaks of these things in all his letters. Yeah. So we brought up a few things that may seem like, oh, they've already touched on that. Well, blinking good. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Touching blinking well again. <laughs> okay, so let's, this is the next step, and I'll need a lot of blinking reminders. Let's detox. We've done all this detoxing already, but let's detox. Not just our thoughts about ourselves. We've touched on that. But now let's detox our thoughts about others. Drum roll, please. I mean, if I had a drum. Drum, Jenny, why don't we give you your 25 cents a party? Drum with your mouth. I've always felt upset Come on, about that. I want the, the drum with your mouth. The tongue roll, drum roll. Oh, you I, don't like I don't, that. I don't, what about the. T- it upsets what me. What about that one? I can bebop. I mean, that's. Well, do different. something for me. <laughs> That does was a it, big announcement. Detox your thoughts about others. I thought it was going to be a deep exhale from Dan it, and then See something. if it works on the mic. No, that's not good enough. That, you, know, you have not earned your 25 cents. That's <laughs> about it. I'll do days. it. See what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Look, a grown man going like, to do that? Well, she brought it. Something oh, like you that. want a sizzle intro. Thank you. Like, serene, serene. Yeah. I give him a penny, Pearl. Okay. Okay. I like it, Dan. <laughs> okay, so this one, we've been working on our thoughts of ourselves here for the party for a while, right? Yeah. Right. But this next one is a sly one, Dan. It's one we feel like we don't have any control of. Oh, we can't work on that. That's, some, that's somebody else's stuff. Mm. And, you know, it's like if he wasn't such a blinking jerk, I wouldn't have to get upset. Yeah. If she wouldn't be a self-righteous hypocrite, then I wouldn't have anything negative to say about her. Right? <laughs> yeah. It just makes sense. You this one's a sly one because we justify it, right? Yeah. But is it truth? The wisdom of man tells us it is. We're not responsible for the blinking idiot issues and problems of others. And they just affect us. It's just life. It sucks. We just have to deal and stew. Right. Right? But it robs our life of joy. It poisons our cells with hate. You know, even if we think negative thoughts about others is not exactly as gross as hate, it's all hate's child. Oh, mm. the hate's offspring child. of hate. Yeah. Hate births negative emotions, all thoughts that are not love and celebrating the unique dignity of a brilliant creation of God are toxic and disease producing. Well, what about John, the people a- that don't believe exactly as I do politically? <laughs> because, all this, because all of this causes bitterness in our lives. That's yeah. toxic. Complaining. Toxic, offense, toxic, ungratefulness, toxic, discontentment, toxic, dishonor, toxic, and masked hate, because we have to call it what it is. It's really just hate with a mask on it. These are all great names for a metal band, like masked hate and <laughs> <Yeah>. hate's child. <laughs> and you've got the perfect hate child for is. it, remember? Yeah. We're, we, are, we are all as humans are so easily offended, and I have been chief, like, Chief, and you're going to hear No, me I don't know if you it. have, Serene. Oh, I have. You may be used to, but these days you are not. Oh, but offended. listen, two days ago, I'm about to bear my soul about oh, two days ago. Okay. Because we, we love to nurse it in our heart as a precious, 
you know, offensive offense and thoughts about others. Sometimes it's a glorious negative pastime. <laughs> for many of us, it can be quite glorious. It used glorious. to be for me. I feel like I've come a long way. You, you, don't, you don't really think of it as glorious at the time, but when somebody tries to take it away from you, <laughs> yeah. they're taking away something very precious and it hurts. It's like, what am I going to fill this void with? It reminds Ugh. me of The Grinch. Have you seen that movie, Dan? Of the, course, the with Jim Carrey. Christmas? Jim Carrey. Hello. And he's like, something like, oh, 12 o'clock, mm, yeah. self-loathing. Yeah. One o'clock, uh, pity is over. Um, two o'clock, uh, wallowing in, in, in deep depression. Oh, yeah. oh, my schedule's full. I can't yeah. get it. My schedule's full. <laughs> Such a good scene. But, you know, we make so much um, time. We feel like our, our lives are so busy. We don't have time for stuff, but we but make I'm time. I'm scouring my head, Serene, because I definitely used to be this way, but now I've come up on something in myself. I'm trying to be honest. I've come up with something. Eek. Now, I know there are a lot of true, factual, bad things that people can do and do to you, and we're going to cover that, the real stuff, mm-hmm. the real hurts. It's not, it's not just like, oh, I'm presuming something about somebody. No, okay. it's real. But we're going we're gonna to touch on that. But I'm here to be honest with you. Much of what has preoccupied my mind before about others has been the very easy to slip in, terrible sin of presumption. It's what we deliciously presume people are thinking. Ooh, oh, that's been so easy for me in the past. Mm. You know, like, ooh, I see that facial expression. Oh, I, I know what he's thinking. Mm. And he's probably not even thinking, but, that, but I know. I've judged it. You know, we rush to judgment on, on people's motives. We, we presume the deeper thoughts that must be, be behind their comment. Oh, he didn't just say that. Oh, oh, no, I know. Oh, he must be thinking blah, blah. Or she must be thinking blah. We presume upon their expression. And before long, we've been lost in some days and maze of presumptive thoughts that are not factually based. And the forces of darkness are totally cheerleading along. The wisdom of man is confirming it in our minds. And we are sentencing people to verdicts and judgments and imprisonments of error in our minds. Like they're, they're stuck. This is the jerk they are. And I really know, you know, when they're not, they haven't even had a chance to defend themselves. It's just mm-hmm. all our own inner presuming about people. Now, maybe I'm being sexist, but I feel like women do this more than men. Maybe you're right. I was just wondering that too. But maybe I you're think right. It could, be, it could be. Although men can put people in boxes too. Like, okay, that guy's a jerk. That's what they think. And once they're a jerk, they're stuck as that jerk. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like our boxes are brief and to the point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jerk box. I feel like you guys create an I entire know, but once volume. Once jerk box is there, though, we might have volumes and screeds and, yeah, and whole things. There's a I'm lot saying. of words around our jerk boxes, but you just have a box and it's got a man in it and it says jerk. <laughs> I have like one of those <laughs> tiny check boxes at the doctor's office. Right, and, you and check it's like it. jerk, not jerk, jerk, yeah, not jerk, jerk, once not jerk. It, can you easily <laughs> untick it? Nah. Nah, right. Well, we get there with much thought and much words. You just get there in a box. No, you have libraries, <laughs> like the chronicles of my pain. Oh, yes. <laughs> now the devil loves all this stuff. He likes he, both boxes. Yeah. There's like a whole wardrobe you enter where it's winter all of a sudden. Uh, the chronicles of my pain. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. The devil resides in this negativity and division. He hates unity. He's disgusted at love and he abhors forgiveness. He's roaming around seeing how he can trap us into wasted time, presuming upon people's intentions, motives, words and hearts. And I know it because of a story that happened to me 
actually three days ago now. When are you telling this story? I'm talking about I now. I want to hear it. I want okay. to. I want First you to First of all, I've got to yourself. set the stage, okay? Okay. And, and, okay, so, and, and my husband might be listening to this one day, so I oh. want to set the stage. My <laughs> husband, you all know him, Dan and, and, and Leslie Pops and John and Pearl. He's a visionary, yeah. a project man. And when he does projects, he does many at a time. And he juggles all the logistics and they're big projects, not little projects, right? They he all doesn't come. do many. He does all of them. He does all of them all at once. <laughs> all, all that are possible, <laughs> he will do. <laughs> and they all come together at the end with creative genius. And, and what looked to me and others like a jumble of mess and unfinished plans uh, that we just have to adjust our lives around, you know, because it takes a while for these big, humongous projects to get done. In the end, they become perfect, perfected and they well, seamlessly... Well, is your um, big Grand Canyon filled no, up? No, not yet. Oh. But see, one day it's, <laughs> it's going to be day. seamlessly um, enfolded into this other project that all at once, I'm gonna, they're all going to make sense to me. And oftentimes it's happened where all of a sudden six of these projects just become like art before my eyes and they all he couldn't do one at a time because yeah. they're all kind of meshed together but they're years in the happening it's genius yeah and it's art form right but this is what i've loved about him it's yeah. been it's been interesting at times like just to having to adjust and like let's not let the children die around all of this stuff yeah. but but it's what i've respected about him it's like wow like you have an amazing mind i love that and i love the push that he just constantly has these big visionary plans and he thinks out of the box it's what i've loved right and, and to be this kind of man, he's a workaholic. Yeah. Even if I go on holiday, he's just desperate to get back. Like on holiday with him, he, he's having a good time with me. It's great. But he, I can tell he just wants to get back and get his hands dirty. Like let's just get into projects. Let's just dig in the dirt and bulldoze stuff and do yes. things, right? And, and, um, let's and move this dirt this, over there and that dirt over here. <laughs> <laughs> he's desperately afraid of being lazy. Yeah. And, and, and so because of this personality, he's often focused and always busy but I know I'm loved and I've had this understanding for 22 years of marriage, this wonderful marriage that I'm loved and he's working hard for us and it's wonderful. But, you know, he's not the man that comes home on, on, on the weeknights and just cuddles up and on the couch and just stares into my eyes and let's just watch a little chick flick together with some popcorn. You know, he's yeah. not that man. And he's not the man on Saturdays that's like hanging around and we're walking down quaint city streets with a latte and, you know, maybe we'll go home. <laughs> You're describing a retired millionaire. <laughs> see these people and on the week last week I know they're out there I get it I saw these people in my mind I spent hours I get it okay I get it I I fight against them all year so I get it (laughs) there are men up I don't know where these men are you go on the road uh, streets you see them well I saw them all in my mind this last weekend all women see them in their mind at all times thank you my husband's up before dawn and at home at night, and, and he comes in the door, he's got numbers, he's got logistical equations and timelines all whirring in this beautiful head of his, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, he's loving, he's romantic, he's just, he's, he's all these wonderful things. But, you know, sometimes he walks through the door and he's focused and it's not like, oh, darling, your dress is beautiful. You know, just like, that's not him, okay? <laughs> okay, and, and until three days ago when my head like, well, just flew into this presumptive state of, like, agony. I was totally cool with the man he was. Like, I wouldn't want him to change because then I wouldn't love him anymore because all of this quirks was his glory to me, you know? But I just, I got this thought that, that, thought that flew through my head that he doesn't spend time with me because I'm boring now. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it's, I'm not exciting to be around and... Um, and, and she's just kind of like, I'm just kind of like not 
something to do. Like, I don't know. I just, all these thoughts just came to my head just out of nowhere because the devil's prowling around seeking mm. who's going to nest these thoughts. And I was, I was just, I was just the idiot, the blinking idiot. <laughs> and I, and I nested them for the first time in 22 years. I yeah. started thinking about it. And, and instead of like understanding our relationship and knowing how solid it was, I started seeing all these other wonderful couples in the head and thinking about imagining them all walking down the streets of Franklin <laughs> with their latte, right? Imagining them together. And then I went through all my memories in my head, every single memory of when I've turned up in an event by myself yes. and other couples were together. Yes. Oh, but everyone was ticked off. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. And I don't believe how wonderful my memory was, but I remembered every single event. My wife's listening to this one. Oh, I'm, I'm, bring, I'm finally sending her one. You know how you can send someone <laughs> yeah. something to yeah. say a message? I, I, was, I was bringing 22 years of solidness and beautiful memories. Like I was shaking it with all yeah. kinds of stupid thoughts. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's fallen out of love with me. Yeah. Like this is just, I, you know, I, I know he walks in the door. It's just all about life now and, and doing all these projects. And I'd probably be just as happy if I wasn't here. Like I was going through this stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I totally was. And so I thought I was getting words in my head, strong words. And, and I thought those strong words must be said. So, um, I, and, 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 and I got the, the, the phone and I texted those strong words. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and I pressed send with righteous indignation. This is three days ago. And I said, we aren't even friends. <laughs> oh, shock and horror. When the night before I fell asleep and wrapped in his arms thinking, I am the most oh blessed woman in the world. Gosh. I love this man. I feel so protected. And the hardworking man that he is, he does all on my behalf. Yeah. And the next afternoon, we're not even friends. Sin. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part about it, it was all the sin of presumption, right? I had no facts. Like he'd done nothing, said nothing from the perfect husband he was the night before. And now... Everything was like shaken. 22 years. No, he's not even my friend anymore. Just because the way you perceived it and decided to yeah, nest I just horse. decided like I just, it just occurred to me that I was home alone on Saturday and my children are growing up. My daughter's getting yeah. married. She was off doing this and blah, blah, you know, this was off. That person was off doing that. And I was just ended up being all alone with the toddlers just fighting and scrapping at yeah. my feet. And, and my husband wasn't there. And I'm like, where's my friend? Every other wife has a has a husband as a friend, yeah. sipping their latte and walking down Franklin. You know, yes, walking. I saw it in their skinny jeans, and I just saw the whole thing. You wanted to wear Sam to wear skinny no, jeans. No, I didn't. And drink but lattes. I saw the couples that were together, and the man was in skinny jeans. <laughs> but listen, it was terrible. But my whole energy was drained. I had told him in, in my mind. Listen, in my mind. Like his motives were totally like he was judged. He couldn't get it. He didn't know his motives. I knew his motives, yeah. right? And um, it drained, it, it gave me a rotten Saturday. Yeah. Drained my energy, shook my marriage, made him feel broken and hit in the side of the head. Like, because when, when he came home to like, what? We're not even friends. Like, we have this awesome marriage. What's going on? Where, where did this come from, right? And, and then it took me three days to repair the whole thing. Like literally to like Oh, because he back. was pretty undone Oh, then. yeah, he's like, you've been thinking this all along. No, I said, no, actually I'm not. It was just a wild thought that went through my head and then I just kind of like nested it for a while. He goes, no, you've been thinking this. You've been thinking this in silence. <laughs> it's been growing between two. I said, no, it hasn't been growing. It hasn't even been there. And he didn't believe me and he thought I've been really this unhappy, contented yeah. wife that finally let it out. It was so sad, right? And so um, – but it's just so easy, right? And it's not even truth. It's the sin of presumption and we do it. We don't just do it in our marriages. We do it with our children. 
oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why they said that word of disrespect. I bet they don't even, you know, mm. they think that so-and-so would be a better mum and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, just, just crazy. We do it with our closest friends, with our relatives, with our co-workers. It's toxic. Yeah, you guys are crazy. It's toxic for relationships. It's toxic to us personally. It wreaks havoc on hey, our Hey, you health. tick boxes, jerk boxes, so you just hush. Yeah, and, and like once a year, by the way, <laughs> like once a year, like, man, that guy's just got, just got a problem, whatever. End, end. It's finished. Yeah. No one else get, hears about it. I know. But listen, this podcast is to woman. No, but listen, I've, I've been around men and I've seen their presumption. Yeah. No, I have. You presume that you <laughs> no, have. No, no, no. You forgot <laughs> about it though. Cause you guys are quick and then, and then you're over. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? But I've seen it before where I'm like. I've just seen it in comments of men before. Where, you know, yeah. oh, that guy, he, I could just tell that he, you know, yeah. he's a bit up himself or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, it's presumption, Danny. Yeah. It's presumption. Sure. But, and it's so easy. But I, I've just seen it too in women. It's like, oh, yeah, I can just tell she invited me for lunch, but I just kind of yeah. could tell she felt like she had to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just moved yeah. in the street, yeah. you know, like I can yeah. just tell, you know, when, when I'm at the yoga class that she just. Yeah, uh, she, yeah she she's just, a bit fake. Yeah, she's fake. Yeah, I mean, we do it. I remember people have done it with my sweet dear mum, who's just so sweet. Yeah. They presumed that it was all fake because she yeah. was just so honey dripping. Like they'd actually call her yeah. answering phone to get a good laugh and get all their friends to call because she'd be like, hello, <laughs> this is the home of Nancy Campbell and above Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they would think she was so sarcastic yeah. and just like totally putting it on fake, fake woman she is. That's she probably yells impression. at everybody. Yeah, but it's just presumption. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Listen, now for the fen- fences that are not presumption, because they are. there are those, the real official betrayals and official afflictions, you know? It's a fallen world, and, uh, and people are deceived. And people are broken. I've had to think about this whole thing lately just because of where I fell mm-hmm. last few days, right? You know, think about, okay, well, that was just me presuming upon it. But, you know, people go through stuff, Yeah, you know. And actually, you know, all of us here in the room, I believe, you know, because I know all of our stories, we've been through stuff that's been real, real, yeah. real. But it's a fallen world. People are deceived and broken. And the Bible tells us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of darkness. And many people are totally rule, rule, run by darkness. They're puppets. And if people knew truth, if they had a revelation of light and of love and of God and His kingdom, they wouldn't behave like that because they would know. But they don't know. And, and it's, it's like ISIS terrorists. They're deceived. They're totally deceived. They totally think that this is that what they're fighting for is the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's, a, it's almost a, a righteous thing for them. It's, they, a lot of um, people that, that have been terrorists, uh, they do it in the name of something so much higher than their yeah. self. They, they even right. blow and themselves so up for in, it. In a, in a likely you know, analogy, a lot of people that have affairs, they do it almost out of righteousness. Like, I'm not loved. Right. I, it, hey, I, my wife doesn't love me. I needed someone to connect to. Right, exactly. You know, um, the, the deceit, they're deceived by the depravity of the world. They're deceived by their own self-gratification. They, they have their own excuses. They may be lies, but they're all there. Like, for, for the reason why they have to search outside of sacred, mm-hmm. they're, they're all there. I mean, I mean, we've, if, 
everybody's heard the excuses when you hear a friend that's Mm -hmm. fallen that way you'll ask what's going on and they'll be just like well I never had love Mm -hmm. I never felt really you know blah blah and it's all lies I mean even if it was true it's all lies because there's no reason to go and Mm -hmm. and and break covenant but people are totally deceived they do what they do because they don't know better and people were like, well, they should know better. Well, they just don't. And that's the brokenness of it. And that's where we should have compassion for them. And uh, people who are angry, they're deceived. They feel justified in their hate. They have every reason in the book why they should be full of hate. They're totally deceived. And um, it's only the grace of God that, that we're all not lunatics and yeah. hurtful people. We're, I believe that we all, I'm sure, have hurt many people. But it's only by the grace of God that we're not um, deranged, hurtful people, yeah. and um, even the people, even the people who are who are so called do everything good, like oh they're just a perfect person, you know. A lot of times, without a revelation of true love, good people will do it for applause, will give so that they're given mm-hmm. given back to them. You know, without God, the human nature is selfish to the core. Yeah, it is. So without a revelation of His love and of a revelation of His light. We are all, we all have the very, very huge ability to hurt and to wound and to afflict. And um, God, God died for our sins. We're so mercifully forgiven. But the beautiful thing is, to me is, He didn't just die for our sins, but for all those sins that hurt you. He removed it and, and washed it clean. All those sins of others that afflicted you, He died for it so we can be free of not just our sins, but all those other people's sins. We're free of them then, right? It's like he's, we don't get to see them any longer. He's washed our eyes. Mm. And it's beautiful because a washed eyes uh, um, just brings, brings a better life because we think, oh, well, I'm just... Well, what if they're not... In, well, they haven't asked for forgiveness. What if they're still mad, still... Because they're deceitful, and that's where we have compassion for them. Yeah, I mean, d- total compassion for them, even more when they're in such deception like that. But doesn't matter. God still d- died for all sin, yeah. past, present, and future. He died for every single little bit of it. He covered it all. And of mm. course, those people personally have to come to their, uh, to God for forgiveness. But he, we are who are in God. We see that total coverage. Yeah, that total coverage was for everything, and um. And we're not designed. That's the thing. This is why I'm coming here to talk about this today. It's because of the affliction I gave myself, the miserable Saturday. And we're not designed for hurts and offensive. It actually kills us. It slows suicide and takes all the fun of life on on the way out. It just, it just totally is, is miserable. We were designed for forgiveness. Mm, it's true. Because we are designed by a creator who is forgiveness and knows no harboring of hurt. And I was just thinking about how he was beaten and whipped with whips designed to tear, to tear um, the flesh of, of, of his back. Um, he was beaten and, and his beard was ripped out so that his face was so marred that he was unrecognizable. And he bore all of our sins, every ugly sin, and he became sin for us. He, could, he wasn't even recognizable as Jesus, the Son of God anymore because he... he I believe that's why he was totally marred beyond recognition because he had to become sin for us. He actually lost his identity so we could gain back ours. Mm. And he hung on that cross and was suffocating to death. As they say, one of the most painful parts of crucifixion is that every breath they have to push up against those nails gone through the bones in their feet. And um, it's like almost a suffocation at the end. And as he hung there, 
with all of our sins, because even if like we're so-called good, half of our reasons for it is all messed up anyway. But he hung there for all of our sins. And what did he say? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And we are designed by this creator. He is that. He is forgiveness hanging there. He didn't deserve any of that. Perfect innocence. Like we're human. I'm sure we may, may not everybody and not in every situation, but sometimes we deserve a little bit of the flack we get. Yeah. Right. But he hung there. Total innocence. Forgive them. They are deceived. Mm. They are lost. And, and that's the incredible forgiveness that we, as those who believe in him, we get to, um, when we identify with that death and, and um, we see ourselves, you know, when he, when he hung there and died on our behalf, we see ourselves now as dead. And we identify with his resurrection that now we are risen again. But now because we, you know, sin died, we died there, our flesh died, that now we, we're risen to live as Christ. And I love that, you know, how the Bible says, it's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live through the Son of God who died for me. And so now we get to live like God has just put us on like a glove. Yeah. And we have to live that, that forgiveness, that beautiful forgiveness, that that is undeserving. You know, Serene, you talked about how we were created to forgive, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, and and that's our design. And when we live in design, like we've talked and we've sat here and we've talked about, you know, we were designed to love. Yeah. We were designed to be thankful. We were designed to forgive. When we walk in this, we also, our bodies and everything is connected. Our bodies also respond to that. Interesting study I read last week actually this week, because I've still been studying about the vagus nerve. You know, we've talked about that here today, that biggest nerve in your body that's like a telephone pole Mm -hmm. from your gut to your brain. And scientists have discovered that it's more like a muscle than a nerve. So when you practice turning it on in your body, it pulls down inflammation. It boosts your immune system. It is your anti-aging pill. It is your disease-busting pill, Mm -hmm. but it's your nerve, right? So... They did, they're figuring, right, it's a pretty new science with the vagus nerve, and they're doing more and more studies about it because they're like, okay, how can we turn it on? What are the things? So we did a party here about how love is powerful. Love, showing love, even micro moments of love to strangers or to your family and just allowing that love because we were designed for love. Mm -hmm. God is love. It turns on your vagus nerve. It makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. God's love. He's our creator. When we love, we get healthier. Mm -hmm. But this is interesting how we think of people. So they did this study. They had two groups of people. One group, they told them to think good thoughts about others, people in their lives, Mm -hmm. and about good things, just things in general. And the other group of people were just told to meditate, clear their minds, get out the junk, you know, just calm down, just think of nothing, you know, meditate. So then they they tested the vagal tone, which is the way that you test if the vagus nerve is working well or not. So it was pronounced significantly more in the people that thought good thoughts about the people in their life. Mm. And so it is the way we think. We choose to think these good thoughts. Like you said, Serene, you could look at your husband as either this creative genius who is always distracted with a million things, but he's just lovable and he's wise and he loves you so much and he doesn't walk down Franklin in skinny jeans with a latte, but he is who he is and you love him for yes. it. Which is a very manly thing to do, by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course. Walk it down Franklin with skinny <laughs> jeans and a latte. I don't even want him to do that. Yeah, I would hate that. That's what I love about him is he's but, not that. But it's just that all the couples I could imagine doing it had the skinny or jeans. Or you could, for like you did on Saturday, think of him as neglectful, someone who 
doesn't even care to be with you and someone who chooses work over his wife. It's two yeah. different ways to look yeah. at it. And the, and depending on which you choose, yeah. Yeah. literally will be your reality. Yes. You will yes. actually, it's not like you'll just think that, that your perspective's wrong. It's that in your life experience, you will actually be married to a negligent man who doesn't yeah. care about you. Isn't that and so to, true, And who's Dan? there to argue with it? Yeah. Who's in your mind to argue against it? Yeah. And if he'll you're even believe it. To that? Yeah. You know, I've done the same thing with my husband. I've told you guys over and over again. I could look at my husband like a control freak. I could look at him as, as so cute and caring. I choose to yeah. look at him as so cute yeah. and caring, and I just, I just love him. There's two ways to look at your spouse. Yeah, like he rearranges time. all her, um, or her yeah. groceries oh at that when he, she puts it up on the the little thing that moves the groceries across. Yeah. He he'll quickly take the bananas and put it with the other bunch of yeah. bananas, and and look a little bit concerned while she puts a, a can of tomato paste next to the the bottle of oats because they don't go together. And when we fly on the air, when we go anywhere flying, he says definitely I could look at it as cute and caring or control freak self. We have to be at the airport not two hours earlier, three hours earlier. And he gets all red-faced and flustered about if we don't get through on time and all this and can only relax. Bad mood until we're behind, like have gone through the place where they check your security and all that. And finally he can relax. But up until then. And I could really think, what? Why just chill? Take a chill pill. I'm married to a really like intense husband who gets anger or i could say isn't that cute he can only relax when he goes through security how funny that's such a good tip to, to cutify <laughs> yeah. your spouse's like bad habits because or whatever we've all it is got them and one thing sure. i think i learned this from my husband right he does it naturally he doesn't have to tell himself think of pearl is perfect yeah. but all through my life no matter what i'm done i'm so not perfect but here's this idea which he just told himself oh i married Put the perfect woman. He's always said it. He tells it to me almost every day, honey, you're so perfect. You're so perfect. And I, of course, somehow he must know I'm not, but to him, I'm just perfect. I'm so perfect beautiful. Pearl. And that's just what he thinks of me and nothing can change it. And it's it. a choice. He chose it. It's a, he, cho- he chose it. And so like your box, And he exercised Danny. it. <laughs> he ticked it. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been filed. Pearl's in the perfect box. He doesn't need to revisit it. No, I mean, no. Oh, great. And so I, I just think it's so true. But when we do these things, when we think, listen, my husband's not bashing me. He didn't turn from a good guy mm-hmm. into a bad man. So I'm going to keep him, right? If I keep him, I should think about good thoughts mm-hmm. of him. And guess what it does for us? Our vagus nerve turns yeah. on. We build up a health when we think about people, when we forgive, Serene. Yes. When we say, well, they didn't even mean that. Well, when we say, oh, well, look at them. They didn't know what they meant. I, I, I can find myself at the crossroads so many times of thinking, hmm, yeah, they haven't visited for a while. Huh, they probably... <laughs> Yeah, they're probably done with us. They probably think maybe like, uh, you know, that we're a bit of a weird family. But, you know, or it could be just they're busy. (laughs) They really love it. Like presumption. You're at a crossroads and it's so much. It's an exercise for me now. And and I find it a really fun challenge. It's like what Graham Cook says. I'm only challenged by goodness. So it's a challenge for me. Whenever I get a stupid thought from the devil, like the, the enemy that's just like, presuming upon what somebody may be thinking about me or us or or somebody's intentions i'm like there's no facts here i'm moving on with 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 total moving ahead loving them loving them and not putting on something upon them that may not be even there and even if it is there, yeah even if there's bless facts. them love them because they know not and we're not what saying stay with your husband if he is cheating on you we're not mm-hmm. saying that 
<laughs> We're yeah. saying sometimes you need to remove yourself from untrustworthy situations. But even situations, when you removed yeah. yourself from that, yeah. you know, you could be praying for reconciliation. It's not like you have to be like total divorce, but sometimes it ends yeah. up in divorce and that's that's yeah. okay But the po- if, when there's been a broken covenant. Yeah. But the thing is you can actually say, I've forgiven them because yes. they were deceived and have compassion for their yeah. souls because what they're doing there is is killing their life and killing their soul. It's destructive for them. You know who you are in Christ. It hasn't changed you being in the in the heart of the beloved, and you're you're no, you're no less um, loved by God, and no less, you know, knowing your purpose. It's just that there's somebody that's been derailed and deceived, and it's like a sickness of the mind. And just like we're compassionate about people who have a sickness of their body or dying of cancer, and we're like, oh, I have compassion. I've got to pray for them. We need to have compassion for people who are actually being overtaken by these. Um, Dark spirits, which the Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but there are there are um, spirits of darkness out there that are that are actually deceiving people, and um, and and we, to have great compassion for them. So it's no longer this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, she deserves it, and all of this like unforgiveness and this presuming, or you know, even when it is bad heart hurt, just like holding on to it and nursing it. The wisdom of man stinks. Really, it ends up causing rot. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And it's, it's time that I am uh, challenging myself and it's time that all of us start to um, detox because His ways just bring life. Yeah, and it's the next cleanse, really. Mm. It's the deepest cleanse, right? Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl and I'm Pearl and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> Trim Healthy Mama, product news and notes. Hey, Serena, let's talk about our re relaunch of our dark chocolate and dark chocolate Please. with almonds. Because last weekend, that's all I needed was just a case on the couch. Wait, so <laughs> it's been shut down out. for a while or what's the story? We haven't had chocolate, Danny, for like a year. What? Something like that. You know, because we were... Um, trying to manufacture it with other people and that wasn't going well and it was too expensive doing that way and we actually had no control and we didn't really it was pretty good but we wanted to revamp the formula i loved that chocolate and it was so on plan and it was so great but because we we did it all by ourselves and we were all the willy wonky as far as the recipe and you know it's not like we were chocolatiers our whole life we we had a bit more cocoa butter than was needed and, and if you notice it took a few seconds before mm. chocolate landed on your taste buds yeah so what we like cocoa butter we first. decided to buy our own chocolate machines and we thought we can do this we can become proper chocolatiers um, so we've worked on this for a long time and now we have dark chocolate back guys it's pretty phenomenal i i think you're going to love it it is um, dairy free serene of course, sugar-free. What else free? Inulin-free and dextrin-free and all is those bloater-free. Of course, Is it guilt-free? Yes, it's guilt-free. And listen, Danny, you just missed the main point. Dextrin-free, inulin-free for all those people whose tummies bloat into different hemispheres. Inulin hurts you, right? Yes, well, Danny. Well, not everybody, but for the bloaters. I'm a bloater. It, yeah. I cannot do some brands of sugar-free chocolate because they put the inulin in there. They do it to bring down carbs, right? But it's a fake way because it's still got that many carbs in it, but it's just a way it's that... It's fake. But it, there's Tell, nothing explain wrong with, it, Pearl. Okay, there's nothing wrong with inulin. It's not unhealthy, but for a lot of people, it goes into the stomach and causes it to act like a balloon with air, and the air has to come out somewhere. Phew. 
on someone, typically. <laughs> so listen, so even though it may not be unhealthy, it does make you very uncomfortable. So you'll be in Walmart and you'll be just letting it out and then quickly running to the next aisle so somebody else can be blamed Why do my it? sons have to involve me in letting it out? Why do they bring it like they're showing off something they invented? <gasps> Not I'm sure, like, Danny, you're not that's, unique. That's a boy thing. This isn't cute. Uh, that wasn't funny. And they do a big move. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, what? they lift the leg. At the Where same. did you get the impression that I was impressed <laughs> at like... They got it somewhere, Dan. At like your delivery. They got it from you somewhere. Yeah, I it's think genetic. That, I think they, they picked it up. got it from me somewhere. Yeah. But hey, um... You know, try, go to, go try this new chocolate. Even if you're a milk chocolate lover, no, I want you to try this dark actually because it it's, it is slightly sweeter, and it it is dairy free. Back to the point about the inulin. Not that it's bad and it can oh. bloat, but. It can falsify the numbers of carbs. Yeah. Because if there's a certain amount of numbers of carbs in there, um, like they put extra in like in a milk chocolate, they yeah. put extra milk powder or they've put something else in there, dextrin or what, whatever, um, and it has a certain amount of carbs. If they say inulin, they can put it well under can reduce. what is actually So they can subtract there. more than fiber with inulin. You get this to subtract. It's, it's this whole, I don't know, it's a tricky thing. But we don't do that, namely because we want to be true with carbs and – Secondly, we don't want to bloat people's tummies. Pearl doesn't want to be fluffing at the movie theater. I don't want to fluff next to my husband. Um, So it's it's for sale again on the website? Yes. We should have brought you something. And as soon as you snap that baby in your mouth, you taste chocolate. We should be eating. What is the deal, girls? We should be eating chocolate now. Okay, so milk is coming soon, but the milk chocolate is coming soon, people, but but it's not here yet. Should we talk about the nut one? Yeah, there's dark dark with almonds. It's great, but actually we need to make the almonds bigger. Right now, this batch, the almonds are teeny tiny. Yeah. They're, they're still, still good, but I want to see like a few half whole. You know what yeah. I mean? We get a good crunch. Guys, you know, we're always going to work to make things better and better for you. But we do um, have a milk coming. We tasted uh, the final um, today for the first time. And, and well, I only got the tiniest little slither because my children like were all fighting over it. They loved it so much. It's good. It's really good. It's really good, mate. Hey, um, so check it out. TrimHealthyMama.com. It's blinking. Good. Trim out mama my way. And then I'll be trim out mama.